Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm your host, Tom. I'm joined by Lockie and Sam, and we'll be continuing with our 2021 season preview. Uh, we're going to be talking authorings, Cowboys, Eels, South, and Panthers today. Boys, how are we? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, mate, thanks for being back. Sammy D, how's things? Yeah, good, mate. Thank you. Yeah, no, my my absolute pleasure. Uh, boys, now, do we want to talk through, uh, just quickly, uh, injury updates? Uh, there's been a few this week. Um, anyone want to touch on Jake Avarillo just really quickly? Um, does anyone have... Uh, any confirmation or any idea of what, what that's going to mean for fantasy players? Oh, uh, yeah. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, I saw, a, um, I saw a post today that originally uh, was thought that he's going to be out for six to eight weeks with an elbow injury, but he's it's been downgraded. He's going to miss the trials, but he should be back for round one, which is good for all fantasy owners um, of Jake Avrilo. Yeah, beauty. He looked like he was going to be the the uh, the cheapy of all cheapies. There it looked to be uh, looked to be uh, in pretty good stead for a lot of teams. Um, and the other thing I want to touch on really quickly: uh, the snaps of Cam Smith training up on the goalie. Anybody want to speculate? Anyone want to can uh, confirm anything? Anyone want to go out on a limb? No, look, I think we'll wait for the signing on that one. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it looks juicy though, doesn't it? Very, yeah, juicy. real juicy. Very, very, very. All right, boys. All right, let's get straight into it. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk through the 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 eventual twenty twenty one premiers, the North Queensland Cowboys, because we are we are going to do it this year. Uh, boys, let's talk through the squad. Um, again, all team list provided by NRL.com. Um, Val Holmes, Kyle Felt, Isam Masters, Justin O'Neill, Hamiso Tabuai Fido, uh, Scott Drinkwater, Michael Morgan, Josh Maguire, Reese Robson, Jordan McLean, Cohen Hess, Mitch Dunn, Tal Malolo, Jakey Granville. Uh, Lachlan Burr, Frankie Molo, Shane Wright. Now, this is probably going to be the, the easiest one you'll answer. Who are the guns from the Cowboys, boys? Who can we bank on? Oh, surely you can bank on you can bank on my boy um, Tamalolo. He's out and out gun, um, but that's sort of yeah where the list stops, I reckon. But always, always a safe bet, Jason Tamalolo. Oh, see, I've got I've got Val Holmes as a bit of a gun. Um... You know, uh, he's owned by 5.26% of uh, players and he's pulled off some big scores last year and he's got a full preseason behind his uh, behind his back this time. Um, and I think he's uh, going to go out and, you know, show him what he's got. And I think he's going to be a bit of a gun for the Cows. All right. Touching on Val Holmes, you, you want to go there? Let's go there. Uh, is he going to play fullback all year? Is he a viable option for, for fantasy owners? Talk me through it. Moon, I'll get your thoughts. He's got to play fullback, surely. Oh, okay, Sammy Day, yeah, beauty. Yeah, um, give me back. your thoughts. Yeah, I like him. I like him better at fullback. Um, and if he plays fullback, then yeah, he's a much better fantasy prospect. But I reckon if he goes to the wing, he's not going to be used nearly as much. And um, yeah, he's only going to lose his cash and not score very well. So, um, look, he'll be one to watch. I think. Um, see how it goes. Been locked down that fullback spot and actually perform. Then he could be very underpriced at four ninety eight. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, let's talk through his competition for that fullback spot. Do we uh, do we think um, the hammer's going to be a shout at all this year? Do we think he's going to take the spot? What do you think? Hamiso Tabuifano, that is. Um, uh, I reckon. I reckon he'd be all right. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's much of a threat to um, for fullback. Uh, they did have word of him playing in the centres, which I think is a horrible idea. But I think if he stays on the wing and you know he does his job and he. 
you know, has a bit of a bit more um, confidence this year. I think um, I think he's going to be all right, um, especially at three fifty six k. I think you know he's a little he's he's a little bit of a cheapie. I think, but um, you know, as long as he sticks to his guns and uh, plays his game, I think he's going to be very good. Yeah, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree wholeheartedly there. Fantasy wise, Hammer yeah. showed nothing last year. Um, he had a couple of scores where he relied heavily on making full field breaks, a few tackle breaks, and scoring tries. Um, he's not going to do that every week and pumped out a lot of scores of 20s, high teens. Um, even at fullback, I reckon he showed he didn't really show a whole lot of promise. So he's a he's a no go for me. And at 356k, he's he's not he's not even like a base price cheapie. You're spending a little bit of money on him for not a whole lot of gain. I don't think he's going to. Um, have any price rises in him? Um, he's priced at around you know a low twenties um, score. I think that's where he's going to stay. To be honest, um, he'll pump out a few scores you know here and there of maybe a forty or a fifty, but um, nothing consistent. I'll stay positive for you, Hammer. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um, all right, now let's talk through this halves pairing. Scotty Drinkwater, um, again, a little bit in and out of the side last year through injury, chopped and changed to fullback and everything like that. And now Morgo, uh, after shoulder surgery and uh, various other slate of injuries last year, looks to looks to be back and locked into that number seven role. What are your boys' thoughts on the uh, on the halves pairings? Are we steering clear? Drinkwater was obviously a dark horse last year, a bit of a cheapie. Um, what do you boys think? Sammy D, I'll get yeah, Sammy D, far away. I'm staying clear of uh, Drinkwater this year. Uh, I owned him last year, and I just don't think he produced um, as many good a scores as I expected him to. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'm going to stay away from him this year, I think. Yeah, look, uh, I, I, think- I also had Scotty Drinkwater last year, and the upside for him was that he was a Julie, um, so he's handy to have a half, a half starting in your wing of fullback line. So, um, look, I probably wouldn't go there this year, considering he's mid-priced uh, at 477. Um, yeah, I don't think I'd touch him either, but he's a decent point of difference if you have a lot of faith in him. And even if Val goes to the wing, they don't rate him at fullback and um, Hammer also, and just gets dropped, drink water, they could you know, do something silly and put him at fullback, which could be interesting as well. No, fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, look, let's talk through some traps. Are there any traps you're thinking in, in this Cows team? Anybody that's heavily owned that you're just not sold on? Oh, there's no one really heavily owned except for Tamalolo. Um, I've got Val as a bit of a trap. I can't see him doing heaps this year. But, um, yeah, he's only owned by 5, 5.2%, so not even, not even heaps. Lolo's at 21.3%, um, and it's talk of his minutes um, decreasing to go for their uh, quality over quantity. So... Um, that can make, he's priced as a 60-point player. His break-even's around 60-odd as well. So um, I think he's only going to decrease in value. I don't think he's going to be as good as he has as he has been in previous years. So he could be considered a bit of a trap, but I'd say he'll still be scoring around 50. Um, but priced at 827, you probably want them to be. You probably want that player to be scoring 55, 60. Yeah, um, I didn't really find any like negatives uh, in the cow squad. It poses traps like. Um, I agree with uh, Tamalolo. He's a bit of a he's a bit of an injury risk, um, and yeah, like Mooney said, he has a big price tag, um, and with his minutes decreasing, um, yeah, you want him to sort of hold that value. No, fair enough. Um, 
All right. Well, with that being said, this could this could break my heart. This answer, but is there anyone you must have? Is there anyone from the cows that you feel is a, is a must have, either from a from a point of different standpoint or a gun that's worth the money? What do we think? Nah, short and sweet. I think there's nah, no must haves really in this team. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. That hurts, and it hurts deep. Um, all right, let's move on. The less said, the better, gentlemen. Um, all right. Parramatta Eels. Um, again, we've got Clint Gutherson, Mike Sivo, Tom Opacek, Wonga Blake, uh, Blake Ferguson, Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses, Regan Campbell-Gillard, uh, Reid Marnie, Junior Polo, Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, uh, Nathan Brown, Will Smith, uh, Oregon Kafusi, Isaiah Papali'i, and Ray Stone. Boys, guns from the Eels. Talk me through it. Uh, Sammy D, give me your thoughts first. Uh, guns I've got down for Para. Um, I've got Nathan Brown, um, owned by 2.8% uh, of players. Uh, he's a bit of he's a bit of class in the middle. I think he's you know he's nuggety, he's consistent. Uh, last year averaged around about 53 ish, uh, and for 70 uh, for 700k, he's not too bad. Uh, I also had which is a little bit controversial. I had I Gutho. I owned Gutho last year. He's only owned by 3.9. Uh, percent of people this year uh but he had some big scores last year tunned up a couple of times um and i think that six again rule is really helping him score a lot more um in the coming years um yeah look i agree with you with nathan brown i think he's gonna his minutes are gonna be pretty high he's gonna be playing 60 65 minutes uh probably 60 minutes um and he's a big points per minute player especially with a few of these new rules as well i think he's only going to thrive from them uh, he's priced it 734-ish. Um, yeah, very big. I reckon he's going to be gun and a big point of difference player as well. Um, your other guns, I'd say, in this team are Maddo and Moses. Um, yeah, look, both have proven that they can pump out the big scores. Um, you know, Moses always, always in those tight games, t- seems to kick his way to a decent score. So, look, he's, um, he's priced at 766, so he could be a decent... Uh, point of difference shout as well if you don't want to spend the money on Cleary or DCE um, and Maddo's just an out and out gun so um, both worth the shout I reckon Okay um, no that's fair enough uh, just just quickly want to touch on someone who we thought was going to be a gun last year but kind of didn't really live up to it uh, Reed Marnie, are we giving him a chance this year, are we not sold on uh, on him, what, what are we thinking boys? Oh look that this stage, don't they have Will Smith or something on the bench? They they seem to yeah they're carrying Will Smith and Ray Stone. Yeah, they who seem to plays that nine they seem to well. drop his minutes um towards the end of last year as well. So I think they'll keep, they'll keep doing that. Um, so gone are the days of having consistent eighty minute hookers. So I think he'll drop down to probably sixty five minutes maybe, and they'll bring Will Smith or Ray Stone or whoever to play fifteen minutes at hooker. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind Reed Marnie. Obviously, he's probably not your first pick, but I think he's a decent little filler if you don't have sort of the money for like a Harry Grant or a Api Corusau. But um, yeah, I think he's a nice little filler. But obviously, yeah, like you said, he's probably not going to play eighty this year, and his points are probably going to uh, take a hit from that. But yeah, yeah, I think your money's probably best spent elsewhere. You're either going to spend your money and get your Damien Cooks or your Harry Grants, Api Corusau, if you want, or um, you'd go someone who's a bit cheaper, go your Jaden Braley or your Wade Egan or something along those lines, even put a Connor Watson or Hooker if you wanted to. Okay, so draft option rock solid-ish, but in terms of um, classic, we're, we're still relatively clear. Um, 
another big change, and again, a place people might be looking for for cheapies are the centers for the for the Para Eels boys. Give me your thoughts, Moon. Are uh, you first, please? Yeah, I think um, they've got Tom Ovechek and Wanga Blake um, starting centers in this predicted squad. I like Michael Oldfield coming into this team. Um, he's been pretty good for the Raiders, Mister Fix It. He's priced at two forty six. Um, so I reckon sure he starts either over Tom Opacek or Wanga Blake. I rate Tom Opacek, so I would like to see him start over Wanga Blake. Um, and if he does and locks down that spot, he's very, uh, very cheap at 246, so he could um, he has the potential to score a little bit of cash. Um, cash for you as well, only in 0.9% of teams, so I suspect that's because he's not actually been named in this squad. But um, it'll be very interesting to see what they do with that, um, those centre pairings as well. Yeah, I had the same. I had uh, my cheapies were the two center options for the Eels, uh, Oldfield and Opacek. I think whichever one gets a run, um, I think they'll be a nice little cheapie for your team. Um, both didn't really have a shot at their um, their club before, so I think it's be this uh, this year will be their time to shine. I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, traps, boys. Traps. Who are we steering clear of? Who do we not touching? Oh, look. Um, not overly high. Um, high percentage owned players um but for surprisingly mike acevo is pretty highly owned um 4.4 percent high enough um so he's i don't see why you'd touch him i think your money's better spent elsewhere at four or nine but um i think it's pretty appropriate um the way these the way these teams are owned um you probably don't go near a lot of them unless we've mentioned them in my opinion yeah i've got an interesting one um i've got blake ferguson down uh, owned by uh, 2.28% of people. Uh, last year, he took 17 rounds to do the one thing that wingers are meant to do. Uh, and, his, and his points took a shot for it. Uh, I don't think he really scored that big last year. And unless he comes out of the blocks firing this year, I don't really see much value in him. Yeah, I well, yeah, I agree. We're not owned by too many players, but um, I suppose if he does you know, fire and actually score some tries, he could be... Oh, he could be good value, but he's still priced awkwardly at three ninety three, so he's taking a big old risk there. All right, fair enough. Uh, must haves, must haves. Anyone from uh, from Para that that you're thinking you need to have in the side? Um, not necessarily must have. I think there's um, if you don't go some of these players, there's other players that you could go. But um, yeah, a few of these, a few like Mitchell Moses or Maddo or Nathan Brown are all going to be very good options for you. Um, and they're not owned by very many people as well, so it could be cheeky point of difference. Yeah, I tend to. Yeah, I'm, no- I'm that. noticing that. Sorry, go on, Sam. No, I tend to agree with that. I just think, yeah, play- your players like Nathan Brown and Ryan Madsen, I think, are pretty solid and pretty consistent if you're looking for like a star in that position. Could we just um, quickly get thoughts on Sean Lane? Do we think he takes the next step this year? Obviously, we saw a lot of scores of forty odd um, last season. Do we think? Do we think he holds form, or because um, he's he's priced again awkwardly? I just, I'm just wondering uh, what what do we think? Because in terms of some of the star back roles, he's priced relatively cheaply. Do we think he takes the the next step and is worth you know, and he's going to make some money, or do we reckon he's he's not not really going to take that step this year? No, nah, I'll touch him at that yeah, at that nah. price. No, nah. fair enough. I think they'll favour matter. Fair enough. No, fair enough. Um, okay, so. Uh, beauty. All right, boys. Um, look, that's pretty much it for uh, for Para. Um, moving on to uh, South Sydney. Um, Sammy D, get yourself excited for this one. Yeah, man. Um, 
All right. Uh, we've got Latrell Mitchell, Alex Johnson, Dane Gagai, uh, Campbell Graham, Josh Mansour, obviously made the switch to South this season. Uh, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, uh, Tommy Burgess, out and out captaincy options. Just asked me, <laughs> had him last year. Uh, Damien Cook, Tavita Totola, Jaden Sewer, Cameron Murray, uh, Jai Arrow, Liam Knight, Keon Kalomatangi, Jacob Host. Oh, and the old boy Benji Marshall has been included on this predicted team list for some unknown reason. NRL.com must be feeling sentimental. Um, all right, uh, Sammy D, they're your boys. Talk me through it. Who are the guns? Who do you who do you think? Who are the guns? Uh, well, my main guns, uh, I think it has to be said, Damien Cook, 80-minute uh, hooker, uh, owned by 14.72% of people, solid captaincy option. He's consistent, uh, can score big, uh, say no more. Um, I also have Cam Murray. He's a nice little jewelry this year uh, at a decent price. And again, could be if you're struggling for like a vice captaincy option, I think Cam Murray is a solid one. Yeah. Damien Cook has got to be an absolute gun. Um, he's probably going to be one of your, your more heavily owned hookers, you know, your top tier hookers this year. Um, yeah, owned by quite a few people already. Um, you know, you're spending the cash on him, and I think that he'll be consistent scoring around 60. So, um, proven gun. You know, your Cameron Murray is going to be an interesting one this year, I think. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him and uh, and Jai Arrow um, playing on the edge and um, at lock. What do you What do you boys think? Do you think Jai Arrow holds the lock spot, or do you reckon? Um, or... Well, this team, this the they have him predicted as lock in this team list that I'm reading off. And if he's at lock, he's a he's a must must have for me. I just think him him at lock getting consistent minutes. Obviously, we've seen what he can do from a from a fantasy standpoint before. If he gets if he's injury free. Um, and he shows any semblance of the mullet he had last year. He's an absolute must-have. Price of six hundred and four thousand. Uh, Arrow is a very good value. He's under. I think he's under. Hundred percent. I think he's under. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to play six minutes a lock, and he's a big points per minute player as well. Um, big impact. Going to be in a better team this year um, compared to um, what the Titans were sort of start of last year. Um, but I, I think I think it's very good value if he plays those minutes. So worth a shout at the start. And worst comes to worst, yeah, you burn a trade. Um, no, I think Jaira is definitely worth a shout. Yeah, fair enough. Um... Yeah, look, for, yeah, for me, no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Jairo, at 600k, given what he can produce, I think that's well unders. I think he can be in that sort of, in that sort of higher tier, especially if you're looking, you know, if you, if you look at other guys in a similar sort of price bracket, you know, he's he stands out for me um, pretty comfortably. Um, now, look, let's let's think um, other cheapies. Who's unders? Who who else we who else we thinking? Anybody? Um, I've got a couple. Uh, firstly, I've got uh, Jacob Host. Uh, He's priced at 354k. Uh, he's a dec- he's a decent play considering he spent most of his time last year off the bench. Uh, but he scored well when he did start. Um, only although only averaging 26, uh, I think he has the potential to pull out some big scores if he gets minutes. Um, also, yeah, Jacob Host is, isn't getting. I was going to say reckon? Moon talks some sense, please. You don't reckon? Nah, Jacob. How, who are you dropping? Sua, Murray, or Arrow? Or he's starting the front row to Toler. I'm saying he starts, but... and he's not. And who, who, does, who does he take minutes off? Liam Knight in that return in that rotation, or Kalal Matangi? Like for me, for me, he's he in that 16 jersey. 
that's that's where he is. He's the he's the third option of the bench rotation for me. Yeah, but you got to think like three fifty four. I think he's overs if anything. Yeah, but you got to think you got to look like come Origin and all that. You know, you've got a few players from South that play Origin that play his position, um, and I think um, when that time comes, uh, I think he will score well. And that's just me having me, a belief in my team, I guess. But for me, that's that's three weeks out of the year. That's not even enough to get himself a really like a price bump there. You know what I mean? He, he, yeah. Look, I, I'm not trying to rain on your parade, Sammy D. But no, I that's think fine, that, man. I'm, it's a, it's a that's, that's that's a contra- controversial take, is what, what I'll say. Moon, what I'm your thoughts? Um, yeah. Look, I'm not. Yeah, fair enough. Post. Um, but Sammy D, do you have other cheapies as well that you wanted to? Oh, mention? I mean, no, not really, not anymore. Um, the only other one I really, <laughs> <laughs> the only only other one I had, the only one I had would be due to injuries and. Uh, origin, and that would be Jackson Paulo when Gagai leaves, but because uh, he has the potential to score big, he did it last year. But that's it again if he gets game. Yeah, look, I'm not picking um, a team based on Origin personally. I think another big player who um, I thought you might have mentioned is Latrell. Um, Four ninety three. He's like he's mid range, but he's he's very cheap um, considering what he has been the last few seasons at 600,000 um, I think with an injury and no injuries this year I think he has potential to go big um, he's actually going to you know fuse with the halves um, and the spine of this of this squad so I think that he's um, very good value considering if you look at who's around him in price range um, and he can't afford you know your bigger names you know your RTSs or your Tedescos or you know whoever I think Latrell is very um, undervalued at the moment. Yeah, I tend to agree. I, I put him in that, um, but actually a safer option. I put him in almost in the Milford ca- uh, category because we've seen what he can do. And based on prior form, he's well and truly in unders, I reckon, because we know he can go big. It's now He's now had a you know a couple of pre-seasons and that sort of stuff with that spine. And I just I just think he only goes well and get coming off the back of an injury that's that's helped what his price was going to you know what 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 his price could have potentially looked like and and under five hundred k I just think I think between him and and Turbo those year two those year two you know superstar fullbacks that are well and truly in under the values for me owned by thirteen percent of people yep. too. Yeah, people are seeing it. Good good option, I reckon, in your wing of fullbacks. Well, speaking of speaking of um, percentage owns, uh, point of difference is anyone where we're looking at that um, that sort of um, flying under the radar a little bit. Sammy, who you got? Oh, nothing. Oh, nothing really screams out for me. Point of difference, really. I had, I had. He's not really owned by a lot of people, but I had Jaden Sewer. He he hit he hit hard last year. Average forty two. Was a bit of spice and fired up for South last year. Has potential to score big again. Again, sits pretty a little bit awkwardly at five sixty five, but yeah. No, I back an interesting option. Um, I my point of difference options were firstly Jairo at five point one percent of teams sort of baffles me a little bit. Can't believe he's in more. Uh, and Adam Reynolds, um, is priced at six ninety eight. Uh, only in six point three percent of teams. Um, if you didn't want to spend again, spend the money on the your bigger names, you could you know. Get a nice little, nice little Adam Reynolds in your team, and um, you know, assuming he doesn't get injured, he normally scores around the fifties. Um, you know, doesn't doesn't usually go big, um, but has has potential to score. You know, the odd seventy or sixty for you. So he's a cheeky little point of difference if you really wanted to um, throw something out there. But 
that's um that's it for me i reckon in this team yeah okay um the one the one that i was wondering i just want to get your boys thoughts on as a as a point of difference option uh tavita totola um he's only owned by uh 1% of teams obviously he averaged you know 40 42.8 last season but you know we saw Again, a little bit of an injury plague year, but we saw what he could be. Do Do you guys think that maybe he's a point of difference at five five hundred k, five seventy k sort of thing? Yeah, I agree. I had him. I had him down as like a secondary option. Um, he scored pretty well in like a from a draft sense last year too. I uh, was pretty consistent throughout. Um, and yeah, showed a little bit of shine as to what he has to come. And yeah, I agree. Um, I think in a classic sense, I'd rather spend money on someone like a Christian Welch um, at that price range. But um, as you mentioned, Sammy D, in a in a draft sense, he's um, definitely yeah, probably at the top of your second tier um, front rowers. I think. Okay. Um, look, any any traps? I don't know that there's there's really any sort of screaming at me that are that are big old traps. But anyone anyone that uh, that you guys are thinking? No, I didn't really have anyone. Um, look, thank you guys in 5.3% of teams, which I can't really understand, but... Yeah, very hit and miss um, last year, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. If he finds his form and is worth that 517000 then sure, go for gold if you're willing to spend the big money on him. Um, you're forgetting one thing, though, Moon. Rig-based selection. Very handsome man. <laughs> All right, fair enough. If that's what you're basing team off, then absolutely get him in, captain him. That's fine by me. Uh, no, because Connor Watson will be getting the captaincy. Oh, sorry, my apologies, ha- Connor. Have a have a bloody thing. Oh, hang on, just just quietly now that now that we're we're moving on from South, but let's let's just touch on quickly. Um, look, this week I I witnessed a robbery, and it was on social media, and it was plain to see, plain oh, as daylight. I've never seen more incriminating evidence. And <laughs> Connor Watson, Connor Watson's been robbed. Seventh yeah. best looking bloke. Yeah, do we, in the NRL. do we do we want to touch on that, boys, just really quickly? Just yeah, look, no and offense, Caelan, too, mate. but uh, Connor is the better looking man in that household. That's just that's just sorry, Caelan. What? Oh, look, I'm 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 mad and I'm disappointed. So look, obviously, obviously, our, our listing base isn't big enough, or they weren't getting the message because Connor Watson at seven, robbery, absolute robbery. Even yeah. Brent Naden made the hundred. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Apparently, cop that Brent Naden. Sam's coming for you. Um. Uh, All right. <laughs> All right. Um. Speaking of uh, uh, Brent Naden, let's talk through. Let's talk through the Penny Panthers. Um. Nice segue, Sam. Well done. Uh. Um. Dylan Edwards, Charlie Staines, Stephen Crichton, Tyrone Main, Brian To'o. Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, James Fisher-Harris, Apisai Coruscant, uh, Moses Leota, Viliami Kikau, Liam Martin, Isaiah Yo. Again, another genuine captaincy option. Absolute weapon, Isaiah Yo is. Uh, Kurt Catewell, Matty Eisenhuth, Matt Burton, apparently. Uh, Spencer Linu. Uh, boys, talk me through it. Guns. Sammy D. I think there's one clear one. <laughs> I think there's one clear one. Is Nathan Cleary. Um, most expensive bloke in fantasy this year. Uh, however, only the third highest owned out of all the um all the players. Um, I think he's a decent option. Uh, if you wanted like that one like set and forget captain, uh, and you don't mind like losing cash in other areas. Uh, but uh, I also had uh Billy Kickow as well. 
just, uh, just quickly, just quickly, Billy kick out Moon. Give me your thoughts when you're ready. When when Sam's finished his little rap here. I was going to say, uh, decent score on the edge last year. Does have the, uh, does, uh, can, uh, he can uh, not like, he can be pretty average sometimes, but otherwise he averaged around, around, around about 40 last year. Uh, priced a bit awkwardly though. Moon, go away. Oh, I hate you to said yeah, 40, 40 just, is I'm not gun territory. You. Are we are we saying all right, if 40's gun territory, boy oh boy, have we have there's a there's a half the league's a gun, is all I'm saying. Not just from not just from a fantasy standpoint though, just as a player in general. As well. oh, it's a good thing this isn't just a fantasy podcast then. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you're picking him based on his haircut, get him in. Love it. But um Billy Kikau is not someone that I'd be touching in fantasies and eleven point five percent of teams can't understand that. Very hot and cold. We'll bash out maybe one or two seventies this year. Hope he proves me wrong, but can't see it happening. My guns, I would say Nathan Cleary, absolutely spot on there. Um, you know, your captaincy option, uh, probably well and truly, especially if you're spending that sort of money you'd want you'd hope so. He's a hundred thousand dollars more, hundred thousand and a little bit more than DCE. You're paying there for I think eight extra points um, was the difference last season. He's averaged about seventy two odd. Um, I think that's worth the money. He's going to be come the end of the season. You're not going to want to be stuck with um, someone who's of lesser value, um, or lesser quality even. Um, hence why he's in thirty two point three percent of teams. People are locking him in early and building around him. Um, which is what I agree, almost a mu- uh, definitely a must-have um, in my books. Um, unless you rate DC as a better option um, and can build a better, well-rounded team, but I think you've got to have Nathan Cleary. He's in my squad. Um, other guns that, based on last year's performance, Api Corusau, um was a was a favourite as well. Um, you know, I think he's gonna he's gonna have pretty similar stats this year, um, and as well. I think he's going to be pretty good. Uh, consistent as ever. Same as last year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go, but um, they're all you know, fantasy guns, I think. Oh, beautiful. Um, okay. Um, Alright. Um, cheapies? Anybody anybody that you think's well-unders? Boys, Sammy D, give me thoughts on your cheapies. Uh, the only main one I had, if he gets game, was uh, Momorowski. Uh, I think he's a decent, a decent pickup for the Panthers. Um, it will be interesting to see how long he plays over Naden. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Look, I think that's an interesting point. Actually, I think if he gets game time, then he could be well unders at three sixty eight. I think that is um, only in three point three percent of teams. So I would like to see him in that squad. Um, I think he slots in instead of Tyron May, and then Tyron May probably drops to the bench, um, and maybe Matty Burton's the unlucky one to drop out there. Um, I had a cheapie as um in Spencer Linu. Um don't know if I butchered that last name, but no, he's um he's gonna be interesting. I think he's three hundred and seven K. Um and I think he especially with um James Tymo out, someone's gotta pick up sort of the workload there and I think he's gonna be a big impact player off the bench. So um especially price so low, he's as a low twenties, um low twenties priced player. So I think if he bashes out a few, you know, even high twenties 30s, maybe odd 40. He's gonna probably got it up $150,000 price rises in him. So um, I think he could be a sneaky, cheapy option for you if you've um, if you've got a spare bench spot. Um, so that's where I'd be going in this team in, in um, terms of cheapies. But I'm interested in, interested to hear your boys' opinions on um, now with James Tomo leaving. What um, what happens with the workload there? Do you reckon James Fisher Harris goes back to his um, 
his stats that he had a couple of seasons ago with the high minutes, you know, playing, I think, 77 minutes at at prop um, a couple of years ago he was. Do you think he do you think he does that again? Or I'd like do you to say that. There? I'd like to say that. Yeah, and if it happens, would you? Is he in your team? Um. Yeah. Uh, why not? Why not? I've got I'd him in him. another league. I. I. I think it's not a bad shout. To be completely honest with you, I think you're spot on. I think he then becomes the emotional leader of that pack. To be completely honest, I think he. I think he's your X factor in terms of that forward pack there. Because Isaiah Yo at lock is probably a little bit more vanilla. He's your. He's you know exactly. You know exactly what he's what you're going to get from him. But he's just hard work and goes about it quietly. Um, Moses Leota again. He's going to be new to that role. Um, in the in that starting role, I mean, he obviously he has done it in the past and everything like that. But I just think um, James Fisher, Fisher Harris is going to be, I think he's going to be rock solid, and uh, and I think he becomes the emotional leader of that pack. And I think we see some X factor, which should translate into fantasy points. To be completely honest, that's yeah, that's again, my if opinion. He does play those big minutes. Um, he's going to be scoring probably around his sixties as well, which means he's very underpriced at six seventy four odd. So, mm-hmm. uh, and a point of difference player at four point nine percent owned. So. Um, one to watch, I think, especially um, to see how see what they do in the first few rounds. Um, but I suppose we'll probably see this in trials if they decide to give them give them a run. Um, yeah, agreed. Uh, also, speaking of um, points of difference, is there anyone else we're looking at as a as a point of difference? Who do we who do we have our eyes on? Sammy, I'll get your thoughts first. Uh, the only main one I had, although he's not owned by a lot of people, I had Dylan Edwards as a point of difference. Um, if you didn't want to, you know, put your like splash your cash with something like a like a Pappenhausen or something like that, uh, I thought he was decent last year, uh, and yeah, I think he's all overall pretty good. Yeah, look, I actually don't mind that. To be fair, um, he is priced around the AJ Brimson sort of territory, um, and your your RTS um, Pappenhausen. So um, he's a very interesting point of difference player and you're banking a lot on him to score better than those sort of players who are more highly owned. Um, but uh, Dylan Edwards, I loved him a couple of years ago when he was priced very cheap and came in absolutely killed at scoring 50. So we all know what he can do. Um, uh, also uh, going to be very well worth it in a draft league, I think. Dylan Edwards, he'll be up there with your, you know, your top 10, probably fullbacks um, fantasy-wise in a, in a draft league, very comfortably, I'd say. Um, but uh, in terms of your point of differences, I had, again, Momorowski, considering that he's only owned by 3.3% of, te- um, of teams, and I suppose he's not been really named in this squad, so um, I still reckon his slot's in there over Tyrone May, and if so, very well worth a shout. Um, and Yo as well at 4.2% of teams, so he could be a, a decent shout if you reckon he, um, if you're happy with the consistent points and a lower ceiling. Um, not a bad shout. Some might say set and forget captain. Hey, Tommy. Uh, yeah, if you want to win leagues and take money off your mates, Isaiah Yo, uh, set and forget captain in a draft league. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, someone I, I just, there's, there's two I want to get your thoughts on, boys. Um, basically, uh, look, I, I just I just want to hear thoughts on Jerome Luai. He's priced in that upper echelon. Does he hold form? Last year for me was the first time we've ever seen him take a step towards one of a better term, as Moon would say, fantasy relevancy. I just, I just need to, I just need to know: Does he hold form? Is he worth the price tag? Is he a trap? What do we think? Uh, in terms of actual footy, I reckon he's going to be a gun. Um, but fantasy wise, I think he's he's peaked. Um, 
looking at that price, six hundred two thousand, you're spending eighty thousand dollars more, and you're getting someone like your Cameron Munster. So I'd rather spend my money there. Own boy owned in eight uh, percent of teams, um, so I probably wouldn't touch him. But um, and I would consider him a trap. Um, yeah, I, I think that he had a breakout year last year, and that's great. Um, loved watching it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if he can if he can step that up a notch. Then yeah, great. But I probably won't be going there. Yeah, I think if you look at uh, like the market, I think if you compare him to the person right above him, George Williams, I think there's a um a lot uh, more uh, there's a lot better value out there. Huge. Um, all right, the other one I want to ask about is um, uh, Stephen Crichton. Um, does does he take another step again? Averaging about what forty odd last year. What do we think, boys? Again, price kind of awkwardly, but yeah, seemed to be a gun, but I don't know if we're willing to say that yet. What do we think, boys? Oh, rig-based selection, get him in. Um, no, nah, look, I, I think fantasy-wise, yeah, he's he's a he's going to be a, a gun, I think, but uh, his price is very high. Um, he's owned by 16.2% of teams as well. So, look, if you're willing to spend the money in your centres, then, you know, good for you. Um He's worth a shout. I think he's going to be he's going to be good this year. Um, he's going to score very high, but um, probably the way I'm looking at starting my centers is getting some people who are a little bit cheaper, considering centers don't necessarily score higher, up uh, overly high, and spending the money probably my edge or my mid uh, middle forward. So, um, but definitely a good shout if you're willing to spend the money there. Um, I don't mind it. Sammy D thoughts? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had him. I had him as a bit of a trap just on the on his price point and how many people owned him alone. For a centre, it's a lot of people. Uh, and for someone that's, like, in the position, he's not overly consistent. Uh, he does that does have the big score, like, every now and again, but I didn't really see him as overly consistent. So, yeah, I think he's a little bit of a trap. Okay, fair enough. Um, and just someone else I just want to get a, a quick word on as well as to whether or not he's a must-have or a, at the very least a point of difference for me. Uh, Brian Toto, again, he's at the higher end for you winger fullbacks, but he did absolute bits last year. Boys, what do you think? Oh, he's very expensive. Um, love watching him. Um, has potential to score quite high, but 580. Um I wouldn't be touching either him or even Charlie Staines as well. He's he's very expensive for someone we saw in what three games, two games. Yeah, um, yeah, about that. Scored a million tries. Yeah, yeah scored scored heaps of tries. A lot fed to him. Um, look, I I think that you know he's probably going to be a, a good player, but fantasy wise, I would be steering clear. He's the big old trap. Same. Oh, Brian Toe. I'll take him or leave him, but. Um, not in a not in a classic league. I'm probably not considering his price range. Um, I don't know. Yeah, for me, for me, Toto excites me. I think I think he's the next Nofaluma. To be honest, Nofaluma. Sorry, Nofaluma. Yeah, interesting. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a baby Nofaluma. You ask me. Yeah, are you willing to risk the five eighty five eighty cash to to take that chance? I don't know. He's just. I I kept waiting for him to have a bad game, and it, it just never happened last year. I just I just kept waiting for it to happen. And he was just rock solid. But even even what we saw from his in his first year, he was just rock solid. So look for me. I don't know if I pull the trigger on him, but I think he's at at five eighty and not. He's not that well owned. He's under. You know. I he's. Let me have a look here. He's owned by two point four. To me, yeah. To me, that's that's almost a point of difference. 
if you yeah, look, I suppose if you are going to take the risk, you take it early yeah. in the season, and now's the time to get him. And worst comes to worst, you burn a trade. Yeah. But I just think if you're a Nofaluma fan, but you don't have Nofaluma cash, because how much how much more is Nofaluma than? Uh... Yeah, Nofaluma is a hundred k or eighty k more for me. I just I just don't know that they're eighty k different. To be honest, that's all that's all I'm thinking. Yeah, interesting. Was... Excited to see. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Sammy D? Yeah, um, I back I back him in a draft league. I wouldn't say I back him in classic. Uh, it'd also be interesting to see because there's rumors saying that they're going to build they're going to build an edge of Crichton, uh, Kickout, and Toto. So that'd be very interesting. It'd be very different to what he's used to playing. Directing that means he sees less ball. Or potentially he might not. His his try rate might go a bit down because Crichton might go himself a bit more. But uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Just see what their sort of game is. I think what we saw of Tyo last year was that he he created a lot of tries on his own. Um, loved to run across the line, find a hole, and then and dart. And he was a great finisher as well. But the thing with um, having Josh Mansour outside of um, Stephen Crichton was that he was an excellent finisher. Um, and yeah, I, I don't I don't know about having Tyo outside of Stephen Crichton. I think that he's probably better um, on the other side, considering that they're both you know impact players and can sort of create something out of nothing. Um, Unless you just want to as a finisher, then yeah, great. But that'd be be very interesting, um, I think, and how that would translate to fantasy points as well. No, beauty boys, just just a quick whip around must haves from the uh, from the Panthers team. Nathan Cleary, yeah, Nathan Cleary, I think as well. Got to have him. Beauty. All right, boys. Look, that's it for for team wraps. I do have some questions for you though. Yeah, that's right. We have questions. We have fan questions. Yeah. Love that um, again. Two weeks in a row. Look, I won't. I, I won't say people's names. I'm just going to sort of go through and just just ask these questions. Um, so the, again, these these are just questions we've had written into us. Um, uh, look, I'll just get you both to answer. Basically, I'll get Mooney to go first, then I'll get Sam to go first, and you both just give me your thoughts on each question. Just um, yeah. Uh, is it worth have? Uh, is it worth saving cash and going for someone like McCulloch over Damian Cook? Yeah, no, I big no. Um, I think that Damien Cook's going to be, you know, set and forget, um, set and forget hooker option. If you if you can afford him straight up, then great. I think if you're not going to spend your splashy cash that high, then I think you're better off downgrading to your middle range options in, you know, Jaden Braley, Wade Egan, um, someone around that era, even Jacob Little. Um, you can start him there. Um, that's what I like a bit better personally. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think he's a very rare eighty-minute hooker, so I think uh, I think he's a must. Not well said, boys. I tend to agree. Um, look, Wade Egan. The question is: Is he worth it? I don't know what it is, but is he worth it? <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't know. It's he's probably he's bashes out maybe a forty, maybe a forty-five in eighty minutes of footy. Um, don't know with with the. With the lineup they've got this year, I wonder whether he gets a little bit more um, attacking stats under his belt, um, and maybe can bump up his his um, you know general price range, his um, scoring range from a forty five to a fifty maybe this year. Don't know. He's um, not priced very high, um, four hundred four hundred thousand or so, I think. Um, so look, he's worth a shout. I, I don't I don't mind him, but um, yeah, there's a few few hookers around is, that. Is your um, backside sore from sitting on that fence there? Boy, uh, boy. Uh, yeah, that's what that's, bit, that's what the, that's what the listeners want. Defense. Oh, I don't know. Uh, maybe yes or no, Lachlan. Yeah, why not? Beauty. Well said, Sammy D. 
Yeah. Um, I, I did. I, I think I saw some news that they were, um, I think I saw some news that their 14 was injured. So his minutes might've been bumped up, as in, which means he might as have in, a bit more value. So, so you reckon, so the male is he's playing solo hooker? For a little bit, at least. I think he might be worth it. But... Do you reckon Jazz Tavanga takes minutes off him? Well, Jazz Tavanga's got that lock roll sewed up, does he not? Yeah. Yeah, but whether they, you know, move, you know, someone into into lock and move Jazz Tavanga. So that just makes Jazz Tavanga a ridiculously attractive option either way. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I can't wait to talk about Jazz Tavanga. Um, so not waiting. Jazz Tavanga. All right, boys. Uh... Sexy Taxi or Lachlan Moon's absolute favourite superstar, 100% guaranteed to score you tons every week, Matt Moylan. Who do we think? Sexy Taxi, Matty Moylan. Let you take this, Moon. Oh, Matty Moylan, my boy. Uh, Sexy Taxi, I love Sexy Taxi, but um, he's not holding down a spot in that team, unfortunately, so you've got to go Matt Moylan. Hey, he might outscore him round one, but then uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> what, what's he in for, Moon? Like two weeks? Well, uh, yeah, minimum one, max, max two, two to four. Yeah. Oh, two yeah. to four, is it? There you go. I'm pretty sure it's two to four. So, yeah, look, it, you can pre- you can pick up Sex Text if you want for a quick um, cash boost, assuming he scores well for the first you know few rounds. But I don't think it's worth the trade. I'd rather pick up Matt Moylan and you know take the risk. Yeah, fair play. I thought I thought there was no risk, Moon. I thought he was a guaranteed one hundred percent going to get you a hundred every week. I thought that's what you said on a. On one yeah, assuming he doesn't get injured, I I back that. Okay, all right, hundred every week from Matt Moylan. Moon has doubled down. All right, uh, thoughts on Flano? I'm assuming I'm assuming we're talking about Kyle Flanagan, not Shane. Um, thoughts, boys. Kyle Flanagan, new uh, new yeah. recruit of the Dogs. Gun, beauty, Sam. Yeah, I reckon I reckon he's solid. Yeah, he's certainly not a liquid or a gas, my friend. Uh, uh, I think on just on that, sorry, quickly. If um, Jake Avrilo plays six, and I think Kyle Flanagan do all the kicking uh, and will kick goals as well. So, um, yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna score a lot of points. If um, Jake Avrilo isn't fit for for some reason, and they bring in Lachlan Lewis, perhaps, then maybe I think you'll see his scoring take a hit because he won't do a whole lot. Oh, he will take a whole lot less of the kicking, I think, because um, Lachlan Lewis loves to kick. So that'll be interesting as well. Sam, happy with that? Uh, yeah, I'm happy with that. Beauty. Um, now, who do we replace Cam McInnes with is another question. Uh, if he's... Oh, it's Damien Cook, surely. He's your next best um, hooker option. Harry Grant as well is probably in that category as happy well. Happy Coruscant? Um, he'll play. No, I'd say he's a step down for me. Cop that, happy. Um, I think that Api score probably won't increase any more than what it did last year. Um, I think it'll still be around that 55, um, 55, maybe 60 sort of mark, um, whereas Harry Grant and um, Damien Cook are probably around that 60 to 65 mark. I think they're just a step up um, for me. Yeah, I think I'm floating around that Damien Cook a little bit more. Fair enough. Um, now, this is a question. Uh, again, we've got... If you had to have one of the following three in your team, who would you choose and why? And it's Alex Twal, Cam Murray, or Taukeaho. Same day, you can take the Far away, one. Sam. Ooh, ah. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm a Bunnies fan, so I'm biased. I think Cam Murray's sick, especially as a Julie. Uh, although Alex Twal did pull off some big scores last year, I don't think Taukeaho's it. Um, it'd probably be between Twal or Murray. Make a call. Uh, he wants one, not two. Nah, I'm going to go Cam Murray. Well done. Yeah, I'm saying Alex Twal. 
um, purely for his rig. Um, rig based no, selection. Well done. Very, now you're starting yes, to get it. Thank you. Get Someone's <laughs> taking fantasy seriously this year. Um, now, Twiles, Twiles a proven gun as well. A bit of a point of difference this year, but we'll talk more about that in our Tigers segment. Um, yeah, look, Cameron Murray's going to be okay, but I'm not sure what they do. Um, his points don't, he doesn't tend to score as well fantasy wise for, on an edge uh, as opposed to the middle. And Takiaho, uh, if it, when he plays huge minutes, he scores big. Um, rumors of him goal kicking this year as well, but obviously he won't be on for the full um, 80 minutes. So they're going to have to have a secondary kicker who may or may not take take those points off him. So for me, I think Tawal is going to be most consistent high point scorer. All right, beauty. Thank you for, for giving me a concise answer and not sitting on the fence like Sam. Um, all right, here you go. Here's the final question, gentlemen. Um, do we go with RTS for his last dance or big tactical? Okay, apparently it's tactical to go Brimo. What do we think? RTS uh, or Brimo, let, that's it. You, RTS or Brimo is the on. question. Oh, I think Brimo showed us last year that he's in for a big one this year. And I think uh, I think Brimo's in a lot more teams. Uh, I think Brimo's the way to go. Um, yeah, I've also said Brimson, but um, I think either or, um, they're going to be very similar. I think RTS is going to have a big year as well, but I am going to say AJ Brimson. Um, all right, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with my boy RTS there. I know no one asked for my opinion, but I'm giving it anyway. Uh, <laughs> RTS, he's got the goosey of the gods, and so for me, it's got to be it's got to be RTS. It's a goosey based selection. Breaking a few ankles this year, hundred percent. Brimo's got typically got a filthy haircut, so he gets style points for that. But uh, RTS, goosey of the gods, so for me, he gets the nod. And rig based selection as well. Oh, comfortably chiseled jaw, got the whole package. He's a looker. God, it's 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 almost becoming very commonplace for us to talk about very handsome men in the league. Yeah, there's a few of them apparently. Yeah, as far as you and I are concerned, at least. <laughs> Gee whiz, it's stirring some things. That's all right. Um, look, guys, that's that's all I've got. Is there any 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 final thoughts from from any of the teams we've covered? No, look, I think we've covered it all. I think um, these teams are going to be very interesting to see. Um, you know their starting lineups and how they go this year. A few, um, few big point of difference options there. Um, no, very keen. Beautiful, everybody. Remember, Jacob Host set and forget captain. Sammy D. Yeah, yeah, mate. Jacob Host set and forget it. captain. Beauty. Oh, maybe Tom who knows? As well, you and ja- Tom Burgess. Hey, hey, hey! Anyone starts? No one. No one shames Tom. No one shames Tom. Okay, <laughs> we're better than that. Let's, let's just hope for a. Um, let's just hope for a cow's top eight this year. Hey, Tommy. Ouch. We both know it's oh, I'm not I'm not I'm not committing one way or the other. I'm not committing one way or the other. Um look gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me as always. Um well done. Love your work. Uh you boys nailed it. Well done. Thanks, mate. It's been Cheers, pleasure. boys. Thanks, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. That was part three of our twenty twenty one season preview. Look out for part four in the coming weeks.